So here we're here for part two, because like I told y'all, it's the real one on the building. Let's say speak on the perspective of a black male, because I feel like as a black woman, we are forced to conform to dedicate to a black man, but not have our own voice to have to fight for self. So, Zay, how do you feel we are now to this day where we literally are forced to have to choose uh, uh, one side or the other? What you mean choose one side or the other? So, like, it's it's distinct for a black woman to have to choose herself and choose her black man. For a black man, it's not distinct for her to have to choose himself and then choose another black woman. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, he had to choose himself. That's That's instinct. But him choosing a black woman is a prerogative. So how do you feel about that shit? I love it. I love it. I choose black women every day. I choose black women every You're day. one of you. Black. You're one of you. I hear, I hear that. I hear that. You're very one of you. I hear that. Um, but yeah, like, like black women, um, I, I advocate. Like even, like I said, I write poetry. Um, I consider myself a poet. And majority of my work is pro-black, pro-black women. Um, I came from a black woman, so I would not cherish one. So, and I just leave it at that. You want some real fucking rhapsody, Tupac shit? Though our name came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and our name from a woman. I wonder how we take from a woman, how we rape our woman, how we take from our woman. Like that's some real shit. Yep. Cause they rob us black women like we not shit, but we're literally the golden globe in the corners of every fucking earth. Don't fucking forget it. Nonetheless, you love the youth. What drew you to this passion? Ooh, ah, great question. Besides, I want you to look at my stuff and think, yo, this is editorial, editorial, editorial worthy. So that's why I came up with the name and it just fit and it stuck. And I'm debonair vision whenever I go. <laughs> you can see the merch right here. Um, I'll be having some merch come out very soon for all my... Y'all better buy it. Y'all better buy it. Because if y'all yeah, don't, yo, y'all got a problem with me. It's gonna be dropping. Hopefully, I can get it by. I, I don't want to. I wanted to say Black Friday, but I'm um, still waiting for the manufacturer. But um, definitely Christmas time. So I'll be promoting it. So how does it feel for you to be the like one of few black photographers in Delaware, literally in the tri-state, where literally Delaware is the first state to be actually executing the images and what we want to see in black girl magic or black magic period. That you're speaking out here occasionally like it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to just drop this here. I'm going to just drop this there and then keep it pushing. How does that make you feel as a black man? Um, it makes me feel good. It makes me it makes me feel great. So I will say, like me not being being a transplant and not from Delaware, uh, but starting a business and really growing professionally in Delaware, um, it's been tremendous. Um but I will say there's a lot of um photography there there's a lot of photographers in the market in the tri state area, especially Delaware. Um shout out to um I don't mind well shout out shout out to all Delaware photographers, man. World talk. Y'all know who y'all are, y'all know who I are. specifically um, I rock with everybody, but who I, I talk to on a daily basis and mentors and things like that. But I just stay in my own lane. I hold myself accountable, um, business wise, creative wise, and I just make sure that I'm you said something influential though. You stay in your own lane. Yes, yeah, a lot of people don't know where their lane is because they're trying to dip and dab to figure out where they're able to foot suit. How do you not let these outside sources of those who are trying to find their lane knowing your own lane where you belong? influence you you know be an influence to you but you have to question if you're in the right spe- you know space of perspective mm, you asked a question so book coming out february um Ooh, y'all heard it the book coming out in february you asked a lot of questions you 
gonna drop in a book, so I'm gonna drop it here, but that's but, but I want y'all to know I know shit about this fucking book. Period. I, I didn't. I didn't. Trust the process. Save the journey coming out February. But I will say um, that it take it, 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 it truly it, it, it truly takes a lot. It truly takes a lot. It really, um, especially with, with with growing a business, it, it really takes um, a lot of tenacity. It takes a lot of late nights. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of um, being able to hear no. Um, What's that? Because I'm spoiled. I'm in my own vocabulary. Okay, what is a no? I don't want a no means. When you're an entrepreneur, you can't, like, no, no is not the end. Okay, let me say this. What I learned, let me say what I learned from Auntie Braley. No is a part of a step, you know, a stair-step schedule. You might hear no today on day one, day two, day three, day day ten, but you might hear that yes on day eleven. So after hearing that yes on day 11, does day 10 through day 1 even matter? No, it doesn't because you heard the no's, but you got that yes. So the no doesn't determine to have the acceptance and factor and the relevance of that one yes. You're going to get no's, but it's your choice and your provider to be able to, to be able to flourish and engage on what it matters the most on those yeses. Now, that's a fact. That's a fact. So that's why it's like... Even when somebody says no, it's like I'm never. So I'm not the type of time I don't beg nobody to shoot. I just know my work, and I'm, like I said, I always give to God. So once I I know where I'm headed. So either you can join now, or you can get up, or you can join later. When I was fat Joe saying today's yesterday's price is not today. yesterday's price is not today prices, bro. So my thing is I'm only gonna be getting better. I start my craft. I'm only gonna just move up and up in a ladder. And I've been saying like I've been published three times just this year during a pandemic so period like, he worked he worked and he's worked with big names yeah big names I've, I've done and like, i'm very humble but sometimes you really gotta sometimes you, you your know, modesty is not enough you gotta let the niggas and know that you flexed yeah they take your modesty for weakness but like i said i just love the art of photography i love the craft i fell in love with it it's a passion of mine so that's why it's 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 I'm always going to just stick with it. I'm always going to ride for my brand. So so where do you see your photography reaching in the black industry, given that you are pretty much uh, no vice to this whole community of photography, but you've been slaying the fuck out this shit. Where do you see yourself? Mm. Honestly, I see myself. So my goal with photography is I don't want to be a shooter, and I don't want to give too much out right now, but I can give, I can give about 80%. So, mm. Where I see myself owning a multi-level, multi-room, creative space, creative hub, whatever you want to call it, um, housing different creatives, different photographers, giving them a place and a platform to really um, create. I want to do that. I, I will, I'm never going to stop shooting. Um, I might do it on my own time, but I'm never going to stop shooting. But I also want to have... Okay, before anything, um, what captures you to be able to shoot those moments? How, how do you know, like, yo, this is a moment? Mm, so, I will So, great question. Anybody can be... I'm not... I will say anybody can be... Can call themselves a photographer. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, you have to have the eye... You have to have the eye for it. If mm-hmm. you don't have the eye for it, mm-hmm. then, then you're just a person with a camera. Like, Period. I'm a type of person. Like, if you tell me right now, if I get tasked, yo... Somebody, it's it's a somebody outside, or it's midday at noon. Somebody was like, "Yo, I need you to go do this photo shoot at twelve at twelve five in five minutes." I can do it, and I'm not scared. And my thing is, 
Wait, you said a big thing. I'm not scared. Elaborate. Elaborate on that, King. Elaborate that. So when I say I'm not scared, I'm saying because some people be like, yo, my back is because it was 12 or 5. I don't know. I don't know the concept. I don't know what they're going to do. My thing is I can look at somebody and I can know their angles. I can look at somebody and I can know, yo, what's your good side, what's your bad side. I can look at you and I can look at anything and tell and create a story out of it. And that's one thing I, why I've gotten a photography is because I can create my own narrative. I can create my own story and, and really bring light to things that may not get the most light. But this you saying this, and I'm going to make this as a controversial question that I asked before I ask it. You said you don't get to be able to bring a lot of light because as you being a creative, as a black man, it's very limited. Yeah. It's very limited to the extent of you're able to express yourself. As a black man that's from an HBCU, no, because a lot of black men can't answer this question because they never went to HBCU. As a black man in the HBCU, and able to expand your craft into where it is today because I've seen your work. I've seen how creative and, e and, and aesthetic and as imperative and as influential your work has been as debonair visuals. How much do you feel that it's, it's important for us to be able to absorb that culture as a black man of what you're trying to be able to give us outside of being our facetious mindset in the community? Because we're narrow-minded to believe that the ideologic picture is what society grasps for us. But if it's not us ourselves, we're not paying acknowledgement to what the black man is capturing to give us to let us know to appreciate what the value that's being bestowed upon us. Yeah, so I, it's crazy. I never really thought of myself as like just never like a black. I mean, I guess I'm a black. My nigga, black. you're from Jersey. You're all about controversy. Just let you know that you break barriers. Period. <laughs> Yeah, my, that's my goal, and, and I don't mean to, like, I had to look at my page today, and I was looking like, yo, I pretty much, I've shot white people before, but I pretty much only shoot black people, but it's nothing wrong with that, like, I don't have, I don't, I'm, I don't have an issue with white people, but I love shooting black people, like you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, um, on part one, it was like, yo, I love shooting my people, I love capturing that melanin, because everybody can't shoot melanin, everybody can't capture that. Everybody can't. Because niggas got to do their own makeup to capture that. Exactly. So my thing is like, yo, I, I, I love to shoot my people. I love to really tell stories. And even though like, I'm dabbling in videography and stuff like that, it's like I love photography. It's my first love. It's not my first love. Because, and I love just highlighting black women, black people, black men, black children, um, black ancestors, things like that. Like, I love doing that. Like, I love capturing beauty. And I love capturing beauty. Because beauty is in the eye of the holder, but black is beautiful. So, my thing, that's what I love. Given the EB holder doesn't have the final say because a lot of society has their first intake. So, that being said, mentoring and philanthropic endeavors are something that you're very familiar with. What's important message that you deliver to those in your audience for them to be able to acquire, obtain, and sustain in their own lifestyles? Mm. So I just had the opportunity this past summer to teach um, an eight-week photography course for the CDF Freedom Schools in Wilmington. For those who are familiar with Freedom Schools, um, a date back to civil rights, um, Mayor Ray Edelman, I'll let y'all look it up. I just gave y'all the tools and gave y'all the names for doing your own research, please. But Period. Uh, we're, we're, no, we're all about knowledgeable existence over here. Like, research on your own time. CDF Freedom Schools, Mayor Ray Edelman. Please look it up. Um, but I had opportunity to, I was afforded the opportunity to teach an eight-week program to, um, from was it second grade all the way up to twelfth grade, um, and I can and it was one of it was a great experience because I'm self taught, 
and I had the opportunity to teach young black kids in inner city about photography, about the different types of photography, how money can be made in photography, how it's a multi-million dollar, maybe billion dollar industry, um, and that there's photographers that look like you, and there's all different niches. There's, um, you can get, no matter if you want to do lifestyle, if you want to do editorial, if you want to do um, just family photoshoots, if you want to do I'm wedding. I just want y'all to know he's rocking his debonair visual shirt of his own business on his whole podcast and flexing on y'all niggas. Period. Okay. Just know debonair visuals is elite. Okay. That part, that. And I'm done. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I, I'm a walking brand. When you're. Every that part. I'm glad. Say that shit again. I say that all the time. You're a walking billboard for your own brand, bro. Facts. Facts. No. And I tell people that, like, Who's gonna if you, who's gonna sell you if you don't? Why better than you. Who wants to sell you better than you? Yeah, because my thing is like I think, and I, and I think that's why most people even buy into people's um, what is it like? They buy into people's craft personas. Yeah, because my thing is that people can tell when you believe in yourself. Like you have your creation. I would support your creation. Amanda Seals is very few and probably the only nigga I support outside of Saronda Jones because if I see our niggas is fakes. Yeah, trash. Selena, I love too. But it's she's not as much in the community as Amanda and Taronda. So I'm gonna say I support Taronda and Amanda before anything. Y'all come don't come correct, y'all gonna get fucked up at and that's all. Period. <laughs> But yeah, I love, I love, I'm a walking brand. So wherever I'm at, I gotta, I gotta promote myself. Yep. That's real. Like, and I, just, I think that's imperative because if you can't be your own walking billboard, how good are you? Niggas was like, oh, that was your jacket that you made when you made that Amanda Seals video. I was like, you fucking right. Because one, I created it. And two, I'm not going to sit here and let myself fall short without having a parent to a propaganda. Are you dumb? You're retarded. Like, it, should be, it, should, it should be to a point where people can see your, even if you're not, it could be in another country, another state. If somebody sees something, they be like, yo, that's, that's B recreation. Like, Period. It's okay. We're gonna get there because I'm about to make this jacket for Amanda, where she can't deny when I fucking make this black, black, um, you know, smart funny a black jacket where it's gonna have her. I'm not gonna tell y'all, but just know she can't deny it. She can't deny it once I'm done. It's gonna be all me. Cause you gonna put your love in your heart and just as I do anything else. Because, yeah, I don't think y'all know how many jackets I had that I made for fucking celebrities that I haven't met personally for me to be able to give to them. That I've had them on deck. So when I met them in person, they could have them. Because mm -hmm. niggas are paying for what the fuck they're getting for free. So, yeah, period. That's real. that's real. So I feel lifting as we climb is a truth where our each, each other's business, as Amanda Sills was saying, how important do you feel helping the next is to reach their destination or their goal of what they want for life? I think it's very important to reach back. Uh, it's always important to reach back, no matter where you are. That's why I like to keep close relationships, no matter whoever I meet. If you if you rock with me, I'm gonna rock with you. Um, and especially the youth, because youth are very important. Not even me being an educator and mentoring um, as a photographer is so important because you never know who life you may change. I'm that part. I'm gonna get on one day. I'm gonna get stale. I'm we get, all are. I'm, God I'm damn not, it, flubber like no other. Exactly. So my thing is, I'll always stay young if I always bring up young people behind me because they're gonna hold my legacy up, and I'm gonna hold it to them. So my thing is, that you, can't, you can't, you can't, um, 
downplay the new generation of people of of young people coming up that's grinding, getting it. You gotta embrace it. You gotta really embrace it and bring them under your wing. Accept it wholeheartedly and genuinely. Accept it because you can also learn from them too. You can always learn from them. I feel like for me, as black women, it's imperative to have you on this podcast because I feel like we need to be able to hear the male's perspective more often than less. Because it's not often that a black man expresses how he truly feels and how he maneuvers through through life on a day-to-day basis because we don't understand what it is to be a black man because we're not a black man. We just deal, deal with life as a black woman. So... I wanted you on this podcast because you're somebody I fucking fuck with, but I'm close to, but I know you're going to be able to let us know, like, as a black man, it's not easy, just as much as it's not easy for a black woman. So I can understand that the, you know, the controversy and the attacks that you you have to withstand as a black woman is probably more adverse than what I deal with as a black man because it's more for you to have to fight for. And all I wanted for me, for me talking to you is the acknowledgement. It's not the fact I need you a degree, but the acknowledgement that we're at the bottom of the totem pole. So a lot for us to get for the basic necessities is not that accessible for us. Hence why I wanted you on here for debonair visuals, because debonair visuals is what you said. You're debonair. You're giving visuals. But what about those women that you are capturing in the process of the, you know, the, you know, the essence of motherhood of them trying to be, you know, future moms or whatever, there's still a black woman in your presence that you're capturing, and it's just like, damn, how does this affect you? So, does that affect you in the process when you are capturing a black woman in her essence of, like, I'm about to give birth or I'm trying to make a new transition in life? How does that make you feel as a black man? Um, so, alright, so, so the question, what exactly is the question? So, the exact question is, how does that make you feel as a black man and to see that there's procreation happening in the black community where it's unapologetically done, where the black woman is like, fucking, I'm bringing my child in this world and I'm protected at all costs. Like, not many people have that mindset. They're just like, I'm going to conform to the patterns of this world. Be ye transformed on 2 Corinthians. Let me, don't, don't, get, don't get me into the biblical process of what it really is. Nah, really? So, so, all right, I got your question. So, <laughs> so, my thing is, I feel like black, black women are very important. Black birth is important. So, women as black women birthing and bringing forth black children i feel like it's i feel like it's important even though we're in tough times we've always been in tough times but we've always prevailed as black people um and overcame and persevered so there's nothing i feel like there's nothing else that we can't do like yeah um i believe you on that's right a lot is against us but we have to keep on going keep on fighting and keep on just striving in our own right even black people we have not and when i say stay in our lane but stop asking for forgiveness and acceptance from other cultures we have to stop doing that like i don't ask for forgiveness or acceptance from anybody i'm gonna hold this i'm a whole only thing i only thing that i you need to accept is the fact that i'm gonna hold you to this standard you go hold me to this standard of being a professional black man because i'm gonna move in my true purpose and I'm moving because of me. I'm moving because of my heritage. I'm moving because of my ancestors, my grandparents, my parents, my loved ones. I'm, that's how I'm moving. I'm not moving because of another race. And I'm going to just leave it like that, for real. I'm trying to hold back tears, but it's hard right now. Because for me, it's hard because I've had a dream. Mm, Martin? Of not... Fuck. Shut up, stupid. I had a dream of you jumping onto stage, exa- freaking expressing exactly what you just said, but very few females understanding the purpose of what you executed just now and what you are articulating. Oh. 
So in my mind, what you just said to me is cherish me, honor me, hold me close because I'm a rare breed because a lot of not not a lot of men are able to exemplify what I'm giving you as emotional, physical, and mental aspects of what you're looking for as a man and in a black man. Yeah. That's what I heard. In a in a in a substance. But it's important for me because I was able to acquire that knowledge. And I'm only, what, four or five years out to understand that as a black man, you have a voice as well. You have a voice that wants to be heard. So it hits a little different for me because it's just like, damn, bitch, you can't be crying because this is a whole, like, whole situation. My thing is, is you're you're allowed to cry. Black women, if anybody, but specifically black women, you're allowed to cry and and, and, and embrace that. And black men, we have to embrace black women more. And, and really comfort them in the time they need to protect black women. It's not just something that you should see on a freaking purse. It should be something that should be lived out every single day. Say that shit! Say that shit! Like, you, like you gotta protect black women. And, um, I, I really value that. I really value that. Honestly, I should've worn my, um, Black Women Matter hoodie on here I made that I wear frequently. And I love to see the reaction. When Period. Because he said what the fuck he said. Or if I'm in a, if I'm in a supermarket, I wear, if I'm in a gym... I'm wearing my Black Women Matter hoodie, and I, I made this hoodie what two years ago, and it's still lit. It's still lit. So my thing is, you may, you may. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful for niggas like you that make protecting Black women cool. Because a lot of niggas don't think protecting Black women is a priority on their list. But you came from a woman, like what Tupac said. You came from a woman, got your name from a woman, made your name from a woman. Wonder why we take from a woman, why we rape from a woman, why do we hate our woman? Tupac said it best. Why is it that black men hate us more than anybody else, even when it comes to society as a white male? It it doesn't make sense because we're allowed to give y'all birth where it's just like, where's the where's the ideology where y'all feel like y'all gotta fucking retest and contest uh, towards us when we gave y'all life? And I'm and I agree, and I'm all for accountability. I am, but and, and black men gotta take accountability. I feel like black black men and women both have that accountability. So I don't want it to be anti-mad. Explain. Right now. Break it down. But because because I say it because a lot of things while we're like this are systematic. They're 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 Facts. they're over Facts. decades and decades, decades of programmed uh, and processed. Exactly. So my thing is like, yo, they put us together, they make us butt heads, but and then it's up to and the reason why I say it's a choice and accountability because at some point in time, you have to. When you realize that something is wrong, you have to change your ways. You don't just continue to go with what's wrong and and facing like, oh well, well shit. We might as well just not. We might as well not support. Nah, because I know plenty of black men that I keep myself, and I want to keep myself around good men who who have pretty much they have they walk they have different walks to me, but we all have the same value um, or moral compass. So just continue to support one another, black. And I, I feel like, in, not even say the platform of social media and Instagram, but society has a way of trying to twist and and, and degrade together exactly that top and, and promote toxicity. When 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 has toxic ever been cool? Growing up, when you was in school. When you was in three years old, and they had the word toxic on paper, you was like, "Ew!" Run, 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 Forrest Van. So my thing is like, now why are we trying to change the narrative of pop, like being toxic? Wanna know why? It's about the commerce. The commerce makes the converse more. This is what I say, and niggas can quote me on this. The converse makes the converse more easily digestible because the converse brings the commerce of what the dollars speak that the pennies can't. 
In my mindset, that's what I say because the converse, which means conversing, which a lot of y'all don't, y'all use con- communicating that's, or uh, conversating, that's not a word. I want y'all to know that. And it irks the fuck out of me on my vocabulary level of being with a 1300 GPA before going to college. Yes, I'm going to flex my numbers. Nonetheless, conversing on that level. You're pretty much saying that I'm smarter than you because I'm at where I'm at and you're not on the level I'm at, which is AP English, for you to acquire the knowledge that I'm able to obtain. I don't like that shit. Yes, I was that bitch in AP English. We're not talking about me. But I've never had the feeling of, you know, diminishing or degradation for my friends to feel like they're less than for me because they're not with me in those classes. There's a level of distinguish to know the difference between belittling and be able to bettering somebody else. And that, to me, was belittling. So, yeah. Because I feel lifting as we climb is a truth. So we are, our, we are each other's business. Like Amanda Allsales always said, we are each other's business because we really are. Because what affects you might not affect me intermediately, but it might affect me in the long run. Mm-hmm. You may have kids that you're born and grown where your elders have an agricultural structure where I have no parts of it because I'm a multi-million company and my my child wants to invest in your child's company of being a you know an agricultural firm and lo and behold they father and me went to college together but it's something that we would have never known because again the world is that's that's fucking small and you never know. This is the same way Amanda Seals and I's interaction. I always used to... Niggas used to think I was dumb. I'm like, yo, Dion dated that girl. They're like, no, she didn't. Yes, Dion dated Amanda Seals. You're trying to lie and make it seem like I'm crazy. Because I know what the fuck I speak of. With Dion, Dion who? My cousin Dion, who's deceased. Oh. Used to date Amanda Seals. But oh, niggas really? just tell me that I was crazy for saying it. They were just like, oh, no, they're just great friends. I'm like, no. I can tell the bond between them two, they're dating. They're like, no, they're not. I'm like, all right, whatever. Lo and behold, Amanda drops off the picture of her and my cousin, and they're dating. Hello. She was said so in her Instagram, uh, her fucking Instagram live, when she was like, I had a young woman from White Plains who was one of my exes who I was very close to. That's why she always say shout out to Ferris Ab, because Ferris Ab is all she knows, because that's where my cousin is from. How you gonna tell me that nigga didn't have no influence on that woman's life? You a lie to the bitch of hell? Damn, damn, damn. You're not going to lie on my cousin like that. But that just shows how small the world is that you don't know who you're interacting with and their, you know, their length of extension of who they are and be able to let you have your voice be heard because we all know that there's limited, you know, saying you're speaking your mind or speaking your voice. There's limitations. But it takes the right people to knowing who you are instead of what you are to be able to make sure that those voices are heard. So, like, what I was saying earlier, like, I manifested me speaking to Amanda Seals. Me speaking to Amanda Seals on Friday was not on no coincidence type shit. Like, if y'all want to look at my journal of me scripting, I scripted that shit for literally three years before I had my first interaction with Amanda on the 15th of May in 2020 to say, like, I want to interact with her. And lo and behold, God was like, I'm going to give you some jokes. You wrote this today. Two weeks later, here I am talking to Amanda Seals on some casual shit where it's not forced. Where we have to rush our conversation. That's not just a gift. That's divine timing because the higher powers allow that to happen. 
know where your spiritual your spiritual entity lies because it makes a very big difference in who you are as an individual. Oh, indeed, indeed, no lie. So, how do you feel like you're able to help the next to reach their goals? Mm. Like, like. How am I able to, like, the next generation of people? Yeah, because given what you've been instilled in your time frame at Del State and what you know as a black man in the tri-state area, what has allowed you to be able to say, yo, I could drop these bombs and let you know this is a guaranteed fact that if you move a maneuver through this, you can avoid this? I think it just comes with trial and error. I think it comes with um, trial and error. I come, it comes with studying. It comes with knowing your craft. Don't just dive into something without even studying it or making sure you know the ins and out of it like even if you're self-taught self-taught doesn't mean that you're 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 ignorant about your craft that means that you need to honestly double down harder so you can be able to compete and 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 know your work so my thing is if i didn't know my my craft and know my worth then i wouldn't be able to pour into somebody else or even be able to write a book a guide to help other photographers um manage and grow and scale and start a photography business um, without having to go take a course or go to um, a creative art school and stuff like that, like that's my that's my goal. So it comes with knowledge, studying, trial and error. Um, me me just working diligently in my craft and having mentors. Mentorship is so important. Um, mm, that's a fact. I have photographers. I have mentors in my nine to five. I have mentors in my photography. Um, old and young. I keep mentors. Um, mentors with me because I don't know everything and I'll be a fool to to think that I need to go through life without a mentor. But we can't go through life without a mentor because life is about mentoring. There's always somebody who knows more than you who's been able to be more successful that you got to be able to take the bits and pieces and know what applies for you to be where you need to be in your career path. So I respect it. I respect it. So so Zay, before we have, you know, we, we close this out, and have our, our last, you know, ending to a Be Real Bomb. Where do you see debonair visuals for black men in the next five years? Mm. In the next five years, next five years, I'll be 35. 30, 35, 30. 35, correct your verbiage. You know, yeah. 30 fine, because you're, I mean, you're fine now. Don't, I want y'all to take that personally, but 30 fine on top of fine, 30 fine. Um, I would personally say I see myself, I want, my thing is, I want to, I want to hire all black creatives. Like, that's my I goal. Fucking like, like respect I said, not even, it. I'm, I'm I respect it. I just want to be biased and, and, and whatnot, but I really want to hire all black creatives. And, I, and specifically, if I could hire all black, I, would, I definitely wouldn't want to just hire all black men. I want to have black women creative as well, but I definitely want to hire all black. Um, I want to hire um, black men. I want to have. Um, I, I see myself having a, a fun run off to a podcast. Like a Ooh, podcast. trying to come into my remedies. Oh, yeah, my yeah. remedies. So, so, so as I'm on here with you, I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm definitely be picking your brain down the line, too. But I'm definitely Listen, like, like before, said, before he continues, I want you to know I'm not versus media communication. I'm not versus mass communication. I'm nothing in journalism. This is literally me being me and having conversations with people I would normally have without y'all listening to it. Where y'all literally being able to tap in because I'm allowing y'all to tap in. These are conversations I would have with Zay if you weren't on the line. 
like real shit. Yep. Cause I talk my 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 cadence doesn't change because of social media. My cadence doesn't change because of who it is. I'm still that same bitch that has no fucking filter that's gonna talk their real shit. Exactly. Cause my thing is you look at look at and I don't like to always just go back to Jay Z like Jay Z's the only black person living it like doing his thing. So matter of fact, I'm gonna say Yo Gotti. So if cause we're gonna do it to people who people know, who people respect, who they can just tap into. Yo Gotti just. Is, is a co-owner of the DC soccer team. Just acquired it maybe like three months ago. Not many people knew that. But my thing is, that he goes, I'm pretty sure, and I heard him say, he goes in the room as Yogani. He's not going in the room as, as trying to be somebody else. Because at the end of the day, all these people, they want him for him. They want him for his blackness. So I eat Amanda Seals. Yeah, well, if, if you want me for my blackness, why would I show up in... Somebody, I'm, so, I'm, bro, I'm, so, bro, so, bro, so, bro, before we get any further, because I want this on my podcast, because I need your perspective. When it comes to Amanda, and she might smack me for this, like, bitch, don't be trying to put up my middle name. Like, you don't fucking know me like that. Which I want y'all to quote, I don't know her. But it comes, because I'm an only child, I'd be like, bitch, if you're going to recognize me, recognize me as the greatest. Okay? When it comes to Amanda Ingrid Sales. What is your perspective on her as an individual? Because for me, I feel like she speaks the shit that niggas don't want to address. And because the messenger is not coaxed to be able to be digestible for what you want to be able to retain, yeah, niggas don't like her. Because she doesn't give it to you fucking, ooh, let me put some chaser in it. It's like a straight no chaser. Like, real nigga, swallow this pill. Go take it if you don't. If you don't, you fucking don't. To me, it's like a palate for an owl. An owl will digest and take parts of what it takes from its prey. But it'll wrap it up into a fucking pellet and it'll digest it to save it for what it was re- retainable for them to be able to know, like, this is in my conscience. That's how for the man to sales is to society. And I'm pretty sure she'll appreciate appreciate that very much hearing this. I, I know she will. Because I ain't going, if anybody, if I'm a famous person, I have um, people who admire me, then that would make me feel good. So I really do hope she too. Like not even admire, but understand the projection of what you're trying to give to be knowledgeable of those who are unaware. It's a different set fucking situation. Because I feel like I feel like like I said in my fucking bonus, niggas don't like Amanda not because of the message, because she's the messenger. Because she doesn't coax shit to coax your ego to make it digestible for you to be able to swallow that big ass pill that the doctor prescribed for you to have for that one day period. Yeah, niggas don't want to drink water because y'all don't fucking like water. And water is too much to obtain to be in the right aspect because y'all want shit carbonated and fucking able to bubble. And in my mind, when I think about carbonation and be able to bubble, it's as though you want the fucking effects to be able to make shit bigger, be able to be bigger than what it is. But it's the same concept that I'm giving you, but I'm doing without having to do all the special effects. That's how the fuck I feel about Amanda Seals. Real shit. She's water, but she's sparkling water. And if she's sparkling water, y'all don't fucking want to digest because she does too many tricks before she goes on your esophagus for you to be able to digest what the fuck she's giving. Real shit. Period. But it's the same message that Sweet Saweetie's giving you. It's the same message that Nicki fucking Minaj. But because it's Amanda Seals and she doesn't fucking, she doesn't no holds bar and keeps it honest with y'all, y'all don't like it because she doesn't coach y'all personality and y'all biased to be able to make you feel like it's acceptable to be who you are in the process of her speaking her truth. Period. Who the fuck want to fight me? Come talk to me. I got evidence to support my theories. Drop mic. Pert. But no, that's really how I feel because 
I feel Amanda still speaks in a perspective where she's on some, you know, Marion Anderson, some fucking. She's just real thorough. But niggas don't like the messenger because she's like you said, she's thorough. She doesn't coax it where it it, it it benefits your ego. You gonna either take the message or leave it, and she's okay with you leaving it. And it bothers niggas. And you know what I really feel? Amanda is the type where y'all are so bothered. It's so unbothered for her where she's not bothered by y'all, and y'all want her to be bothered, but she's never gonna be bothered because she's so accustomed to this bullshit of what society wants her to be. With these extra bullshit, it's not phasing who the fuck Amanda Seals is. Because if Amanda Seals wasn't a real Amanda Seals, she wouldn't have had a conversation with me last Friday to have that whole conversation without there being any animosity to try to say there's a prejudice against you because you're a black woman and all black women lately have been giving me bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a different mindset. So, when niggas talk shit, I don't take Amanda Slander well. Because I need to know exactly what the fuck you don't like about Amanda Seals. Make it fucking relevant for me to be able to show a factual existence of why you don't like, like Amanda Seals. And what has she purposely instigated against your beliefs or practices that made you feel the way you fucking feel? Right. That you're not a bandwagon motherfucker. And it's not because I'm just a fan of Amanda Seals. But Amanda Seals is literally the fucking purgatory fucking factor for me as a black woman in my generation, a generation Z1 or generation fucking X1 or whatever the fuck that Y1 millennials to be what the fuck it is because she was born in the early 80s and me born in the 90s to literally be an influential factor to say I'm going to speak my mind and stand by what the fuck I say. I don't ever want to degrade the fucking solidarity she stand for as a fucking black woman. I don't want to ever make her feel like she took that shit in vain. But the fact that I, I've, I've had the ability to converse with her, it makes it even more influential for me as a woman to be able to stand in my generation, a generation Y1, to stand up and say, if you got Amanda Slander, why? And when I ask niggas why, they can't give me a real distinct reason. Y'all don't like her because y'all don't like the fucking messenger because she ruffles the feathers and make you have to face traumas you don't fucking want to trace. And acknowledge and exist as if they're not in your fucking life. You're fucked up. And you know you fucked up, but you want to acknowledge you fucked up. Because Amanda lets you really feel like, bitch, niggas got me fucked up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but real shit, like, she makes you have to face the demons you don't fucking want to face. So you don't like her because you don't like the messenger because she's delivering a message for you to have shadow work or self-evaluation of who you are as an individual while you are where you're at. And you don't want to do it. That's just how I feel, but that's my personal opinion. Gotcha. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. I love the energy. This is an Amanda Stan account, not because she's just Amanda, but because she speaks the volumes for black women that a lot of niggas don't intricate on in the, the basic level. Like, basic freedoms of speaking your mind and not feeling like you're fucking chastised for doing it is the first rule of fucking self fucking self defense real shit but how about people woman that they, they don't they don't they fucking don't know that shit so it's like it's like so what am I supposed to be the right hand man or am I supposed to be the fucking perpetrator Susan am I supposed to be the Susan B Anthony or am I supposed to just chill in the background and just be you know 
that Keisha Cole. I've been through. That's what I mean. That's what Keisha said. I've been through. I've been through. That's a fact. Now you talking, you talking shit to them. So as a black man, how does this impact you as a black man though? How does what impact me? The whole uprising of where we feel like there's a voice being heard as saying like black X, Y, and Z are not being heard. But I feel like it's a lot so more so through the black man more than the black woman. How does it make you feel that there's an uprising for both parties um, in the time of where you're at? Because Delaware's, you know, Delaware's not that big. I know, because that's why I left. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. But I, I say, like, to answer your question, I feel like it's, it's, it's definitely on the rise. Like, I just, I don't know, I just feel like black people just continue to move in your own lane. Like, continue to support each other both sides and just keep moving forward for like that's what you got to keep doing you can't that's one thing i try not to do is subscribe to to complacency and just focus on the now like i'm not a complainer and i don't try to subscribe to complaining because it's like nothing nothing will get done by complaining i hate somebody who i understand if you got a vent it's between venting and complaining if you want to vent about something cool but if I talk to you again and you still venting, that's complaining now because you haven't changed your situation. You that you part. Say that shit again for the niggas in the back. Yeah, like I, like you have to continue to grow, elevate. And even though things aren't going peachy keen, it's just like, yo, you have to still work through it and still support each other at the end of the day. But that's a fact. But how important do you feel like it is for the black man to support the black woman, given where we're at right now? A lot. I think it's important. I think it's very important. I feel like just supporting, um, as mentioned earlier, like you have to. I feel like you should just support one. I feel like you should support who supports you. That's from the beginning. I'm not saying facts. No fucking fiction, yo. Like I don't like to just play like the race thing. Like oh, like my thing is I overall, no matter what race you are, I support who support me. No matter if you're black, white, purple, green, or whatever like i respect that but my thing is i'm all but i'm always gonna advocate for 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 black women black creatives and things like that um i'm always gonna do that regardless so where do you see yourself in the industry as a black photographer and a philanthropist where do you see yourself in the next five years yeah so so um yeah, I just see myself for the black photographer wise. Um, Debit and Visual is only is going to be a household name. I'm gonna have um, various showcases. I'm gonna have, like I said, I definitely want to have that studio up and running. Um, I want to be able to, and my goal, if I can, to be able to have them in different cities. Like if I can have them in at least two cities, um, definitely want to have one in Philly. I would love to have one in Charlotte. Um, I would love to have one in LA. Um, and 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 I want to have. I don't, if I could, like my dream, overall dream, is to have one in LA, New York, Charlotte, and DC. But why? Why specifically these places? Because I feel like as a photographer, there's a tie to it because of what it's able to exude in black excellence that 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 ties you to wanting to have these in these areas. Yeah, even though I haven't been to LA yet. It's just I like my style. As, as I get as I get older, my style changes. So Facts. like during the summer, I, like my style was more of a LA style. Like I study being a photographer, I study trends. I study. I love fashion. So my things I'm studying fashion. I love 
photographers from all over, and you can really tell they're from like like different photographers from different places. So Facts. my thing is, I, I want to have one in LA because LA had a lot of had a big creative hub. I want to have one in New York because what in New York like creativity, fashion. I want to have something like that in New York for, for creative. Um, Charlotte because Charlotte is booming. Charlotte's an untapped market. Um, <coughs> I had to clear my throat real quick. You just said Charlotte was a booming, you know, so I had to clear my throat. Charlotte is booming. And my thing is, I don't want to say Atlanta because Atlanta is already... It's overcrowded. It's over, yeah, in fact, overcrowded with Saturday. Like, it's a lot there. So I want to tap into Charlotte while it's still in the... Subsidized. Facts, facts, facts. And, and well, so in D.C., because I love D.C. I love D.C. Oh, my God, I love D.C. So I feel like D.C. especially is so much, it's so much culture. and so much rich black history in D.C. There's so many black people doing great, phenomenal things in, in D.C. And I love just even the language, the lingo, the 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 style. Everything about D.C. I love it. So why wouldn't I have one, have it uh, up there? Like I said, funneling, um, funneling to a podcast, merchandise. A, um, a book coming out um what else anything else i can tap into i definitely want to tap into helping i just want to tap into that that's probably it but i also want to just tap into just helping meeting other creatives and shooting celebrities and 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 Oof, i don't know celebrities I don't even use that word in my term no more. It's more like public figure because you're not a celebrity. Yeah. You're a public figure because yeah. everybody knows who the fuck you are. Doesn't yeah, mean you're a celebrity fan. known where niggas give a fuck where they respect who you are and how you are. You're just known on as a public figure. So, Well, a public figure. Thank you very much. Thank you know, I don't try to be from a look at but it is what it is. No, but I, I, take, I, I take correction. I think you're right, though. It is a public figure because you're right. But Zay, I want you to know you've really been an influential factor on this podcast. Kicking this joint off with this these these gems. These gems. So is there anything that you go by as like a be real, you know, bonus or be real, you know, gem that you just like, yo, this is what I stand for, this is what I live for, this is who I am. Like, is there anything you want to go ahead and share with us to let us know, like, yo, take this mantra, it'll take you far in life. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned so first, I would say you can follow me on all social media platforms. Um, um, mainly, Instagram. I was gonna get there, but go ahead and throw that shit out there right oh, now. Oh my, oh my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm jumping the gun. Throw that shit out. No, throw that shit out there right now. Nah, so definite visuals on Instagram. Um, Isaiah Jamel as well, but De- but I'm here for definite visuals. So, like you said earlier, what's the difference between Zay and Isaiah? So, like I said, you got the Isaiah Jamel, and then you got Zay, which is the definite visuals. Um, at debit individuals but also um just like my one just like my book is gonna be called trust the process saving the journey mm. i want really people to really tap into that and it and it sounds so nice sound real debonair it sounds very sexy you say right trust the process favor the journey because it's so very very important that you must do that no every entrepreneur must say trust the process because it is a process when you because you're going to go through your trials and tribulations you're going to go through rejection you're going to go through Mm -hmm. things like that but that my thing is that's what keep you going that's the Mm -hmm. going by by that and that's what that part is savor the journey so when you're when you're when you're down on your luck or your client or you're not getting no bookings for a week or when your your product might not be selling or a door closed, 
favor that journey, reflect back on the day, mm-hmm. get to where, get to the door of even asking. So my thing is that's going to keep you going. So my thing is trust the process, save with the journey. That's my mantra. That's what I'll be screaming. That's what I'm going to be praising if I can get it. And tell the people where they can find you at, Zay, because I feel at this point, this is the conclusion of fucking Just Be Real Podcast with Devin Air Visual. So let them know where they can find you, try to book you, or try to go ahead and see your amazing work. Let them know. You can book. You can you can follow me at, at Debonair Visuals. Um, feel free to book me through that. Um, feel free to shoot me a DM if you're if you found me through this um outlet. Please let me know so I can definitely shout out Jeff for that. Um, and and that will help knowing that she's reaching um a lot of people. Her audience. That's the only purpose that I have here is to try to let people exactly. know what I know the valued extensions of what I or people I know to be able to give what you want like that's all I'm here for is to be a exactly. vessel exactly so my thing is going for like I said I have a book coming out February I'm giving I'm putting out their date February trust a, a, a photographer's guide um, trust the process saving the journey merchandise coming out trust the process saving the journey debit and visuals um, even got some for it. It's crazy. I, have, I actually have a shirt coming out for black women. Um, hey. well, it's, for, it's for all black people, but it said on the front of it, it says dear black queen. And on the back, it says black woman matter. Just, so, no, I want you to remind you that he has a whole debonair visual shirt on right now as I'm talking to him. So just know that he's about his brand period. Indeed. You have to be like you said, walking billboard, but I want to, I thank you very much. Um, Jess, and I thank your audience, I thank your platform for having me, um, and I look forward to just watching you grow as a friend. Don't, sh- don't try to be a third tier, nigga, don't try to be a third tier, dog, don't do that, don't do that. For real, for real, because you gotta give people your flowers while you get so smells, and like you said, we, we definitely reconnected, and and I value, and, and the reason why um, I wanted to, because I value you. And I and I care and I appreciate you. And like I said, we've been knowing each other since 2011. So um, I wish you nothing but the best. Don't do that because you're not gonna make me cry on this fucking podcast. You're not gonna do it. You're not going to do it. You're not gonna do it. And and, and I look forward to seeing what where you're at ten years from now. Like I said, I've been knowing you ten years, but now we're walking in our purpose. So Facts. ten years from 2000, I'll be forty fucking one. What am I gonna be doing for ten years from now? I don't know. Oh my god, ten years from now, literally is forty one. Like that shit seems like a fucking distant memory when I was younger, but that shit is reality now. Oh my god. Facts. I never, I never thought I'd be. I thought it's, it's not even like I lived the hood. But guess what? You wanna you wanna know the fun fact that made this shit fun? I look at Amanda Seals as tutelage. She's 40. She got nine years on me, and she's flourishing by all means necessary. So I'm going to just flourish by all means necessary. It was meant for me to have. I'm going to get. Like, that's just where I'm at. Like, that's where my mindset is. Because I can't dictate who's going to be my baby father. I can't dictate when I'm going to have kids. But I can dictate how I react to society on the bullshit that's thrown to me. Be able to be able to excel in my, my, my craft or what I want to do. That's the only reaction I have capability and access over. And I have the access over of who I want to bring on my podcast and have their voices be heard in a, on a platform that nobody else would be willing to let them be able to be heard on. And if somebody picks it up, that's great. If they don't, they don't. But like I always tell the people, like, I do this because I do it for me. It's not for y'all. This is my therapy. Y'all just here to be able to hear it literally worldwide. Exactly. But I also do it because I want you to know how great the people that I surround myself with are, are so f- fucking phenomenal. I want you to support what they're doing outside of me. If you don't support me, support them. 
That's why I do what I do on my podcast where I have all these big, you know, small businesses of photography like Debonair Visuals or anybody else because I want to be able to say, yo, I was fucking with that brand before that brand became known for y'all niggas. That, like, Telfar. Y'all niggas, y'all know Telfar now, but did y'all niggas know Telfar six years ago when niggas was trying to be on the ground? Like, I knew Debonair Visuals then was fucking the beginning stages of being the top for a photographer, but now fucking my nigga Zay is a fucking Derek Blanks out here in these streets. Like, let me know what's up. But I see that for your future because I know what you're capable of doing as a professional. So I want you on here to speak your truth now as where you are now. Because I know there's so much more you're going to have going for you in the next four years. To talk your shit where niggas like, you know, Charlemagne the God or a fucking, a fucking you know, niggas like that. Or, you know, Egypt's going to be like on the Hot 97. Like, oh, let's get you on our, our fucking show for the day. I'm like, oh, I fucking knew Zay from before. Y'all niggas trying to get him on a photographer type vibe. Trying to compare him to a Derek Blanks. He's on a whole nother vibe. Like, I want niggas that are up and coming so I can say like, yo, I fuck with you at the beginning stages. Like, you fuck with me at my beginning stages. Yeah. Always. To show how thorough it was that we got this shit out the mud, dog. We got this shit out the mud. So do you have any fucking be real bombs? Anything that you have as a life lesson that you want to share with the people before you dip out on us? Like, what's up? Uh, um, last. All right. So a be real bomb that we end off with. Like I said, trust the process. Because niggas, I said, I'd be like, they'd be like, what's a be real bomb? I'm like, it's a BRB. Like, I'm going to be back because I got to meditate let this shit fucking marinate while niggas just drop that. Like, I just can't just, you know, you got to slow that shit the fuck down, Holiday. Hold on, Holiday. Like I said, trust the process, save the journey, but double down on yourself and not always look for support from people who who are around you, but you don't you don't necessarily do it for them, but just do it for yourself and when passion and God is in the forefront, you won't lose. Drop mic. Period. And he dropped the mic on that one. So y'all heard it from another Dell State alum, a hornet Hornet Country out here in these streets. Nothing but one of the only, my nigga Zay, my homie, my bro. One of the niggas who've always believed in this podcast when I didn't believe in my goddamn self. Real shit, because we're about to be in season five. And this nigga was as gung-ho for season one. And I've text messages to prove it. Like, he was like, yo, you got this. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to last but one season. Here we are about to be in season five. We're in season five, and niggas is just like, yo, we're here still. So you were talking that shit as into what? Because they're five seasons later, and you're still here, and I'm just now gracing your shit. Like, what you mean? So, if y'all need some fucking shoes done, hit up my man Zay, yo. He's literally dedicated to this shit. I have a, I fucking have a, 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 a camera, but I don't know how to use it. But when I do, it's over for y'all hoes. It's over for y'all hoes. I learn how to do it. So anything else you want to share with the people today? Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can find your business page, where they can find you as a whole to be able to keep up with you and what you got going on. Um, at, just at Deb Individuals on Instagram. Um, yeah. Pixie Set. At Pixie Set backslash, Pixie Set.com backslash Deb Individuals. And that's it. His prices are reasonable. And, they're, and the fucking what you pay for is quality work. Right quality y'all heard me i said quality work so invest in a fellow black man because y'all know y'all want to because y'all want to keep y'all dollars black so just keep them black and put them back in effect by fucking with debonair visuals it's the holiday season let us know what the fuck is good anything else you gotta say to the people say um 
That's about it. I mean, for those who depend on when it's aired, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be season five. You're fucking about to set the tone for the season premiere, season five. Real shit. Real 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 nigga energy. Well, since we around the holidays, I'm having a promotion. Um, what is it? It's a holiday photo shoot right now going on. Only 110, and that's like I said, I'm never doing. That's light work, light work, yo, bro. Big, big facts. And mind you, studio work too. So I'm doing holiday mini sessions for all families. I got 11 to 12. Spots. You think we should? Do you um, think we should collaborate and kind of get this shit going where we fucking make a pro- fucking promotion and a fucking game with this shit where we kind of promote anybody who's willing to be able to bring you at least 10 people that's referred to your page that they're able to get a discount where or i'm able to forfeit whatever is paid for you to be able to give them they fucking holiday shoot i feel like that's a great propaganda proper promotion right there like you can get you if you as a person follow me you can get fucking three other people to fucking tag on and show and tell me why they want to have a fucking shoot done by me for the holidays and the importance and the fact that it's to them if you got anybody in the tri, any of your followers in the tri-state area, um, come holler at me. Matter of fact, yeah, you you make it up. You make it up. I'm gonna make it up. I'm gonna make it up because I'm trying to get you business, bro. Because your shit is top tier quality shit. Like it's not no fucking, you know, backhanded niggas that's trying to fucking use a sheet behind the wall and don't have no real backdrop type shit. Like that's the type of times you want, but you got real fucking filters. And fucking, you know, memory cards. I have my own shit in the same propaganda, but I don't know how the fuck to use it. So don't come for me I when I ain't sent for you. We gonna we we working we working on it we working on it. But in the meantime, in between time, anybody in the tri-state area, Delaware, Jersey, New York, come holler my boy Debonair Visuals. They got you right. He got you to be able to get you tight, whether it be family oriented, whether it be individual, or anything just for the holidays. Come talk to my boy because y'all know you want to send out Christmas cards. So just make sure y'all send them out with the right person, with the right, you know, right filter. Because some of y'all shits be looking a little cray-cray, but that's not between me. That's between me and y'all at this point, because I just shared that information. Um, um, <laughs> real is real. On Be Real Relationship. So check out at Debonair Visuals. Check out check him out at, what's your, what's your personal page, eh? At um, Jamel personal page and a business page at Devin Visual. He got a propaganda going on. If y'all niggas real shit and I'm going to, you can hold me accountable. Zay can be my witness because he on the line. If y'all can at least give, you know, three reasons why y'all, y'all feel like y'all deserve to be at least had to be able to be willing to have this photo shoot for 110 or be able to promote as to why y'all feel like it's important for y'all to be able to spread the love for Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate that shit or for the holidays. Yeah, it's well qualitative where Zay Phyllis is amicable. I'm going to pay for y'all shoot for the 110. Real shit. I'll pay for that shit. Wow, that's love. That's love. I'm, I, I'll pay for that shit. Not because I fuck with you, but because I fuck with my mans and I know how great he is. And what he's able that's to love. execute. And I'm willing to invest my dollars into my mans. So if y'all can go ahead and hit up Zay and hit up on Debonair Visuals and let him know what the fuck you at and what the fuck he's popping about for these holiday casuals, and we go ahead and make this 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 you know this ongoing propaganda popping for y'all to be able to win this contest. Y'all can't talk shit because y'all not paying for it. Y'all just gotta show the fuck up, bro. Real shit. I appreciate you for that. That's because I'm invested where I believe in. And, and for me, my king, you're a king. I believe in what the fuck you're doing. And you've been able to execute effortlessly in what the fuck you're doing. So, anything else you want to leave with the people, Zay, before we, we, before we tap the fuck out? We're good. We're good.
good to go. I think they know. All right, so y'all heard it from Zay. Debonair Visuals. Y'all heard where to find him at on his personal and his yep. business. Hit him up. Holiday specials all the way till when? Um, it's all the way until what? Um, it's, it's, let me. You make the choice. Nonetheless, forget what he said. What it is? Just make sure y'all niggas get y'all fucking numbers and y'all time crutches in ASAP on some Dragonfly Jones silence. Period. I got I got two dates Saturday, November twentieth, and Sunday, November twenty first. Those are two days I'll be shooting. Booked out the studio, so holla at me. Y'all heard what he said. We'll check it on the flip. Man, that was my homeboy, and nonetheless, my bro, my fave. None other than Isaiah Boone, aka Zay. He's a classic man. He keeps it real cute, but classy. But he's an entrepreneur. Nonetheless, like I always say on air, let's keep it real. But be real, be true, and be unapologetically you. Love y'all. Peace and salutations.